Welcome to Voices of the Valleys, a series interviewing growers, entrepreneurs, educators, and technologists who are inventing new solutions for today's and tomorrow's challenges on the farm. Brought to you today by Harvestport, an innovation hub and marketplace for better agricultural products, practices, and ideas. Find out more at harvestport.com. Now, here's your Voices of the Valley's host, Director of Western Growers Center for Innovation and Technology, Dennis Donahue. Welcome to another episode of Voices of the Valley's. Don't change your channel. This is not Dennis Donahue. However, I do have Dennis here with me. He is actually the person that's going to be interviewed today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the 7th Annual Salinas Valley Ag Tech Summit. It's something that we've gone to before. Um, Dennis, Western Growers Center for Innovation and Technology is partnering with the event this year. Let's just start very brief. Tell me about the Salinas Valley Ag Tech Summit, what it is. It's been around for a little while. It's getting established. It has. It's. It, I think this will be the uh, uh, sixth or seventh uh, annual. Uh, but what, I, what I've always found important and unique about this particular event uh, is that is, uh, you know, a lot of these events uh, take place in metropolitan areas or can be a little pricey. And, and I think this is the most democratic of them all in terms of accessibility. Uh, but it's also drawn really typically a different audience. Uh, it does it does get a lot of educators uh, already, but it gets ag ops, it gets crop advisors, it gets equipment dealers. So it, re it really basically is an event if you want to get close to the farm. Uh, and so, and, and I think that's important because when we think about ag tech, a lot of that activity is really focused on production agriculture. And so, you know, to me, to me this is really kind of a, uh, in a good way, where the rubber meets the road. It's the um, Hartnell College event. They're the ones who put it on. It's there at the college. Um, it is March 17th and 18th. Like I mentioned, you guys are helping with it this year. You're, being, you're partnering with it. What are you guys going to be doing with the event this year? Well, we're, we're going to change it up with a different focus. If you look at a lot of the ag tech events, there, there's a common narrative of why innovation is is necessary, whether, whether you're talking about you've got to innovation and technology are going to be important looking down the road in terms of feeding a growing world population. Uh, obviously folks uh, are attentive to uh, climate change related related issues and all that that entails and potential impacts on production agriculture. Uh, I, I think everyone's very, very clear on the challenges of labor in terms of rising cost and availability. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, and, and, and the impact of increasing regulation uh, and societal interest in food production. So, so we know that's the reason to innovate. Uh, but technology in a vacuum uh, uh, is, is a, you know, potentially a very good thing. But the reality is all this technology is going to require uh, a new kind of workforce. So. Uh, so one of the things when you've been around this space that you that you often hear uh, is there are adoption challenges, there are personnel challenges. How do so? So we thought this was a perfect uh, spot to kind of jump in and begin to introduce not only here but on an ongoing basis throughout the WGA network the idea of essentially kind of recasting ag tech as uh, ag tech ed in the in the sense that we we have to talk about the challenges are real. The technology players are uh, the technology players, and, and whoever they may be today, tomorrow. But what they all have in common is a, a challenge to find the right kind of work uh, workforce. So they, so we want them 
to will grant the background, but we want them to say in order to deploy this type of technology, these are the type of skills that we're looking for. So if you look at the flow of the programming, it, it, there's there's a certain uh, rationale and continuity to it. There's a VIP reception the night the night before to kick it off on St. Patrick's Day. So Dr. Shia, the new president of Hartnell, who has a very strong background in workforce development, so one of the key components of of tomorrow's workforce is how do you take today's workforce and train up? Uh, we know colleges, particularly community colleges, when it comes to the production side of things, are important in terms of att attracting tomorrow's employees and next generation. Uh, and then and then that leads to a serious conversation of how do you prepare for that in terms of curriculum, teacher preparation, uh, because you know there's a lot of focus on students as there should be, but frankly, teacher preparation is is equally important. So we just thought this was a great place to say, hey, let's take this event, plant this flag uh, as as we kind of go on to the next phases of, of ag tech. so we so we think it's an important event from that. Standpoint. Yeah, so I just got had an interesting conversation with CDFA Secretary Karen Ross, right. who hates the word artificial intelligence. Right. And it's because what we're talking about in technology and helping growers is going to take intelligence right. from the worker to use. So right now, technology is at a helping the current worker. So you're right. We need to focus on education for those workers. Right, yeah. Uh, so again, if you kind of go with the flow of the event, you know, after Dr. Shia talks and then, and we're going to have a little fun the night before the 18th, uh, we're going to put a panel of uh, Irish ag entrepreneurs. Well, it's St. Patrick's Day. Well, well, it is. And, and I've vetted all their accents. They will, they will be appropriate. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, but it also speaks to uh, the fact this is a global game, ag tech. And, you know, your solutions, your workforce, uh, the, the entire world will be in play, even for California agriculture, as it always has been. You know, whether it's on the production side, on the sales side. Uh, so, um, and ag tech is going to be no different. So, we'll kind of underscore that in a fun way with the Irish on the 17th. Well, definitely. I mean, so it's, uh, you know, there may be an opportunity there. You know, the United States is a little bit more. Um, slower to adopt things so i think if these other regions are seeing things that they're starting to use we u.s might be able to get some education ahead of the curve before things even come here which might be beneficial well you know our mission at the innovation center is the rapid commercialization of solutions for our for our member base and our grower base and the reality is other parts of the world have had to face some of these challenges ahead of us. Mm -hmm. So we would be remiss if we didn't take advantage of that and and make our membership base aware of that. And then the other element of all this, and you know, there's interest, uh, you know, when you look at the whole ag tech thing, folks come at it from a lot of different ways, whether as an investor, as an entrepreneur. Uh, we're representing the, the growers, the, you know, which are fundamentally represents the, the customer lane. Um, you, you know, there's the economic development aspect. I, you know, when I was a mayor, we obviously were thinking about economic development for Salinas. And what we have found out, even on the global side, folks, even if they come from other parts of the world, they will localize their presence and hire locally and that sort of thing. So, it's, it, so these things tend to be a win-win. But under all circumstances, this issue of can I find the workforce, the trained workforce I need in a world that 
you know, I don't think this is a word yet, but it should be, that is STEMier. I mean, everything's gonna be STEM, and you gotta, you know, you've gotta get STEMier in every, at every facet of, of agriculture on a, on a, on a go, for, go forward basis. So, so what we wanna do as we get into uh, our business sessions on Tuesday that will accompany the exhibits uh, and the exhibitors is our, our business panels will talk about, we will do a tech overview uh, with you know some significant players ranging from Trimble to Bayer, um, and then you know we'll have a grower on that panel and uh, you know a couple of other players. And what that panel will provide is here's a tech overview of the types of technologies that are in an ag tech, and here's the skills I need. And so that so we want to lay down that marker. You know the other narratives are all fine, excessive regulation, labor, et cetera. They're, they're fine. But, but we want to start, uh, in a more earnest fashion, a serious conversation about you know, meeting the educational workforce needs. The second panel, we will drill down on uh, automation because that, that's still a very, very critical issue. But, but, but again, the idea, for instance, one of our center residents uh, came up to me a couple weeks ago and said, hey, Dennis, can you help us find a robotics operator and I kind of smiled and I said yes we'll work on that and I said and I'm pretty sure that's a new job description <laughs> and, and and you know and what and what's involved in that and uh, and then the third the third panel is then we will begin to tee up uh, representatives from the educational community and how they're addressing it and and so that's that's the panel where we kind of hit the theme of creating a new kind of worker I think I think I've commented before on the conversation I've had with Ted Taylor several months ago about, you know, everybody we, he encounters at some level seem either more ag or more tech, and it's almost like we need to create a new kind of worker. Well, we're in the production ag business. We're not in the education business. Mm-hmm. So we know what we need. And, so, and, and, you know, education, much like food safety in the early 2000s, moved from a department level uh, to, to the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Education's now in the boardroom. And and I think uh, and so that's that's uh, a good thing, um, and it's but but at the end of the day we're still not the educational community, and so what we want to do is hear how the educational community is programs that are involved in uh, for instance we'll have a um, T- Taylor Farms is working with Hartnell College on training up current workforce. So what does that sound like? Uh, Deneen Gus, the uh, Monterey County uh, uh, Superintendent of Schools, you know, what, what's going on with your programming? We're excited that uh, Nancy Gutierrez is coming over from Reedley College because, you know, they're, they're sitting, you know, in the middle of stone fruit. Yeah, I mean, Reedley is a, a terrific intersection. There's lots of intersections in the Central Valley, and we certainly understand that. But Reedley is uh, particularly unique. They have a demonstration farm, uh, historical commitment to agriculture, and, and Hartnell and Reedley work well together. Uh, so, so we're delighted. Nancy's Nancy's coming over, uh, and and that and and the focus of that panel will will be, what are the strategies? What's currently going on? And uh, uh, as as I say, train up, attract, and prepare. And then and then after lunch, uh, we're going to have a, uh, an industry leaders panel. And so we're. Really delighted that Bree Ryder Smith is going to have a panel of, uh, you know, I think a fairly recognizable cast in this neck of the woods. She, she's, she's going to uh, put her dad on the spot. So Miles Ryder will be joining us. 
John DiRigo will be joining us, and then uh, uh, Tom Nunes. Uh, we call him T five. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what you, I'm not sure what you do after junior, so we go with T five. But you know, that's a pretty good panel. And what we want them to talk about is we believe in innovation. We're participating in innovation. We're driving innovation, but we need education to do this, and uh, uh, and so I think that's an important important message, yeah. and and so I think everybody needs to hear that because even if you have good programs, you still have capacity issues uh, in terms of what percentage of the required workforce are are you able to to serve and prepare, and what's that going to look like, and then and then we're going to finish up with a, a keynote address from. Uh, Mark Hanchett, the CEO of Atlas Motors, who's in the, he's going to be in the, he's in the electric vehicle game, and uh, and he has an interest in electric trucks. And I've kind of concluded, farmers like their toys, trucks included. But what I find interesting about him is, you know, is his, uh, besides the the technology, is he's been crowdfunding his his company, and so you know, so how do you how do you ramp that all up, and what what does that look like? So the whole idea of the event is. Strong content, current technology, here's what's going on, but really kind of a different twist. What are we going to do about it? And then lastly, what I like is uh, where we're going to have it. So we're going to be in the uh, Hartnell's new STEM building named after uh, uh, the, the, the previous president, Dr. Llewellyn. And, uh, uh, and what we wanted to do was create some, uh, uh, some energy. Uh, so we'll have all the exhibits there but we also have a unique aspect to this particular event uh connected to the building is a planetarium and so so we're going to kind of take advantage of what we hope are some unique av opportunities uh where you know i don't i don't necessarily guarantee the same experience as being in an imax theater but you know we think that'll create some uh, visual opportunities that are a little unique for these types of things and then we also want to uh uh, we're we're talking to a couple different countries to uh, uh, you know do do some live feeds or some videos from other other parts of the world during the event as well. So uh, you know, and you, we've been the host of Forbes for many years and Selena's now, and th- and that evolved. So so our goal is to really pivot to the future with this event. Yeah, it kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like your guys is. Um, Ag Tech X events only one step further right, with the right. education side. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah, lots of programming around uh, um, Ag Tech, and 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 the reality is, before there was Ag Tech, there was lots of programming around Ag. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of events, whether they're you know commission conferences, whether it's food safety. So getting folks together is nothing new. I think what's what's important is uh, because the, a certain amount of collaboration makes sense knowingly doing too much redundancy is probably not the best service we could be providing to our our members and so we think this education thing uh is 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 really is really looming and and, and needs it needs to be addressed so so we thought uh, this event is perfect to to plant a flag work with a great partner uh, and frankly, we hope to uh, replicate this in other parts of the state because because it it's a statewide message because most of our membership uh, operate in multiple production areas. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so we're looking to really kind of knit that concept 
together. So this is kind of our opening salvo, and uh, we, uh, and you know, Hartnell's got a great following, and and we are doing good cross pollination. You know, having Nancy come over, we've got a young lady coming over from Agwise in Bakersfield, who has great experience working with automation. You know, as I as I told as I told him, I said, hey, listen, you got to come over. Because you're from over a hundred miles away, so that means you're automatically an expert. So, so we we think it, uh, we think we've got a good cast, some really strong corporate players, and useful information, and starting uh, or hope or enhancing an important conversation. Uh, sounds like a very unique event, and we're going to try to do a couple more episodes of this podcast on some promotion leading up to it as well. Again, this is March 17th and 18th, right. the Salinas Valley Ag Tech Summit. Um, you can find out more at svagtechsummit.com. Dennis, you've been on the other side of this episode today. Does it feel a little weird? Well, I uh, I actually enjoyed it. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, I'll, but uh, I'll look forward to uh, uh, getting with uh, some of the folks who are going to be uh, joining us that day and uh, putting them through the paces. <laughs> Very good. All right. Thank you, Dennis, for your time today. And that'll conclude today's episode. Uh, stay with us. More on this and, and more stuff in the ag tech world on Voices of the Valleys. Thanks for listening to the Voices of the Valleys podcast, brought to you today by Harvestport, an innovation hub and marketplace for better agricultural products, practices, and ideas. Find out more at harvestport.com.